so today I'm talking about perseverance. Um, and uh, I know a lot of us uh, have to persevere through quite a lot. Um, and we're talking on um, the chapters in this book, Be Still, by Ben Heasley. I am not going to go into everything that he said in that chapter, so hopefully some of you will have read or will be reading it. So, But I have taken a lot of inspiration from it. Uh, and he has some really interesting things to say, and a lot of them are about his own experiences. So uh, I'm hoping to add a little bit of uh, Johnny experiences into uh, the perseverance side of things. Um, so, um, yes, I'm going to say my three points now, so if I don't get round to doing all of them, because there's quite a lot of stories, you've got the three points, they're done, and we'll go ahead. The first point is, perseverance requires repetition. The second point is, perseverance means not giving up, even when we don't see results. And the third point is, perseverance makes us stronger. So, on to the first point. Um, perseverance um, isn't something that we just do once. Perseverance is something that we do over and over again. And that is the requirement of the repetition. But it's usually something hard, something that's perhaps tiring, something that's challenging, and quite often it takes us out of our comfort zone. Now, to persevere in something and to do something over and over, we need a motivator. I know who my motivator is, but when I think about motivator, I think about Mr. Motivator on GMTV. Now I'm showing my age, I know, I know. So Joe Wicks would be the same thing in this day. Uh, Mr. Motivator was great, he's Jamaican born and he's come onto television, he was a fitness instructor and he had loads of enthusiasm. He'd wear his spandex, whatever it was, lycra, let's not go into it. <laughs> and he was wonderful about enthusing people to get fit and healthy. And my motivator is wonderful about getting my spirit fit and healthy. And so I lean on God, and we are talking about leaning on God earlier, when I persevere. And one of the things that I've been persevering with is getting up early in the morning to do the prayer sessions that we do on Zoom. Now, I can tell you now, I am not a morning person. This is not easy for me. I have to set my alarm, and uh, I don't always succeed in getting up. You know, it feels like there's these great big sort of cement blocks on my feet, you know, I really have to make an effort to get out of bed. Um, but, and there are times when I don't succeed in doing that, like the other day, uh, the alarm went off at seven, I pressed what I thought was the snooze option on my phone, and I switched the whole thing off altogether, so then I woke up at half past eight, and the prayer session had been and gone, and that was that, and I'd missed it. But actually, that didn't put me off because I just kept going. This is the perseverance thing. Even when we fall and we don't do something right, or we don't get it right, it's important to still continue persevering. And I can say that I have been so blessed by joining uh, this prayer session that we do. Uh, and I just want to now just honour the people that get up and lead these prayer sessions. Thank you so much to you, because you're doing a fantastic job. But we pray into all kinds of things. And I mean, I've listed some of them here just so that people that don't join us know what we're praying into. 
We were praying into young people taking exams in this very school. Uh, we're praying into getting an intergenerational leader for the church. We're praying into being blessed with the fruits of the spirit, COVID cases going up, healing for people, um, alpha courses to come. And even the other day, I prayed that I would be able to communicate my faith to somebody new that I haven't spoken to before. And lo and behold, there are new people here today. Why am I surprised? Thank you, Lord. So pray for all kinds of things. Be thankful always. I mean, the list goes on. I'm not going to go through the whole thing. But these things I've been writing down. And it does help for us to write down what we're praying for. Because when we get that answered prayer, we can look back and say thank you to God for the answered prayer. Because sometimes we just take things for granted. There have been special times, and I can see my Portuguese friend over there, where people have prayed for things uh, and it's, it's been answered prayer. And one of them was my daughter Nicole, who's been through some difficult times at work, and I asked for prayer this prayer morning, and lo and behold, somebody prayed in Portuguese, a language that I grew up with. Who would have thought? I mean, how blessed can I get? And it was answered prayer. Thank you, Joel. <laughs> Uh, and the sweetest prayer of all coming from a lovely member of our church, one of the youngest members, Lily, who hardly ever comes up to the microphone here, but has the confidence to pray and to uh, read Bible verses and all kinds of stuff. And I am just love listening to kids doing things. So I feel really blessed for that as well. So that perseverance of me getting out of bed and by the way, I, I sit with the sun behind me for a reason. Silhouette, you don't see, thank goodness, all that's going on with my face first thing in the morning. <laughs> there is a reason I do that. Uh, anyway, so let's go on um, into the second of my points. Perseverance means not giving up, even when we don't see results. I'm most inspired by the people in my life that have been through really difficult times, but have still persevered and still kept close to their faith. They've been through really hard things and they just keep going. Uh, and one of those people is somebody who's not with us today, but I absolutely am honored to have known her. And her name is Jan Vickers. Unfortunately, she her battle with cancer was lost a few years back, but her faith certainly wasn't. And now I'm going to tell you a story about Jan, and it's really interesting. It's something that happened to me, and then I told the story to Jan, and we had, and she had an answer to prayer, but many years after this had happened. So it will become very clear in a minute. Um, before I became Christian, I went through a very difficult time. Um, I was um, in a, probably a state of depression, but I didn't realize at the time. And um, during this time, I fell out with a friend, and it was like, it's sort of like the last, uh, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back bit. Because, you know, when you're going through a really hard time in life, it can take just one little thing just to push you over. And so I was feeling quite down. My husband was away at the time on business, and uh, I did, hated being in the house on my own. I was one of these people that used to check the lots like 10 times, you know, almost OCD, because I was afraid that somebody would be burgling the house. And so I'd go around checking them, and I'd check them again. 
And so to prevent being in that position of being scared of somebody breaking in, I used to stay with my mother-in-law, who was absolutely pleased because I'd be arriving with the kids and she'd be so happy to have us. Um, and I remember this particular time I was going through this just horrible, horrible, uh, you know, emotionally in a mess and turmoil. And uh, I remember arriving there and her saying, you know, what's wrong? And I couldn't tell her because I just thought, well, once I start talking, the waterworks are just going to go and I just won't stop crying. So I just couldn't say anything. I just said, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, which is unusual, you know. Um, and in the evening, so that night, I slept in the room in the front room and it was the freezing cold. I don't think they ever put the heating on in there. And I wish I'd brought my extra PJs with me. But um, I remember going to sleep and thinking, there's no point. What's the point in my life? There's absolutely no point in this. And I had a dream that night. And in my dream, there was a very, very long staircase going up into the sky. And at the top of the staircase was a massive light that was shining down on me. And as I was going up the steps, I could feel this heat and healing from the inside out. And I got closer and I felt even more healing. And I just wanted to get close, as close as I could to this light. As I was getting a bit closer, I could see there might have been a figure there. But it was so blinding that I couldn't see exactly what it was. So I called out, who are you? And the voice said, I'm your father. And so I just thought, oh, that's interesting. I, I just didn't realise who it was. I've got to be honest with you now. It's quite embarrassing for me now to talk about this. Uh, anyway, so I, I just thought, wow, I just want to get closer, as close as I can, and to get as much healing as I can. But I must have got, I don't know, about four steps up, and I woke up. And I just, I just wanted to have that dream again. I was just desperate to have that dream again, and I didn't. Uh, but I told a friend of mine that was involved in all kinds of things and, and she told me that that's actually my father uh, speaking in the spirit, uh, nothing to do with God, and he was sending some healing to me. And I said, uh, you mean my father who's in Portugal? Uh, uh, yeah, 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 he's sending the healing from Portugal. <laughs> so I wrote a letter to him. I wrote a letter to him and I said, thank you so much for sending that healing. I feel so much better now. Please send more. You know, this is amazing what you did. I had this fantastic dream. Anyway, so then he wrote back and he said, that sounds like a great dream, but that wasn't me. So I, I went years without knowing, I've got to be honest. And I, when I came to know Jesus, I worked out who that was, and that was God and he was calling me. Um, but for a long time I couldn't tell anybody that story because it's so embarrassing for me to think that actually I was having a dream about God and I didn't actually know it was God. You know, how embarrassing is that? Uh, and so one day I thought, well, I could tell Jan this. You know, she's a good friend. She'll understand it. She's quite a spiritual lady. Uh, so I did. I told her about it. And she said, can you tell me around what time that was? And I told her when it was, what time, you know, as in years ago. And she said, you know, I used to live around the corner from there. And I used to prayer walk all around that area while I was walking my dog. 
in the evenings. And I used to pray blessing on all the houses around. And if you know Jan Vickers, you know she would have done that. And she would have persevered in it. And I said, well, that perseverance, I think, in my, I believe that that paid off because I got healing from that and I got a touch from God. So we were both rejoicing in that. That was just such a special moment. But I, I am now not embarrassed about talking about it because I'm having read the story in Samuel 1 where God calls Samuel and... Um, Samuel is living uh, under sort of Eli, so he's taking Eli's his tutor, his mentor, and he's only a child at the time, Samuel. And every time God calls, so God calls up to three times until they realise that he calls and he runs to Eli and says, "You, what? What did you say? You, did you call me?" And Eli says, "No, go back to bed." And on the third time, Eli realises that it's maybe God. And so Eli says to the young Samuel, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. So finally he says, Speak, Lord, for, for your servant is listening. And God can then give him instruction. So I felt a little bit better knowing that there's actually somebody from the Bible that was called by God and he didn't realise it was God, even though it was a child, but you know, we were all children at heart. And so God perseveres with us even when we don't hear him, so that we can persevere knowing that he hears us. I'll say that again. God perseveres with us when we don't hear him, so he can, per so, sorry, now I'm getting wrong. No, we can persevere knowing that he hears us. And there are many examples of perseverance in the Bible. I'm just going to look, I'm going to read a few, because otherwise I get it wrong. Um, there's Ruth the widow who persevered with Naomi, her mother-in-law, and she followed her into a foreign land, to a foreign culture, and God, even when she was told to stay. And she was blessed. But that was many, many, many years after. The same thing happened with David. He persevered and when he was pursued by Paul. But it was a long time after that that he became king. And there's Paul who persevered with unwavering faithfulness to the message of Jesus. And even though he was, had a lot of persecution, there were many new Christian churches that sprung up as a result of his evangelism. And a lot of that groundwork that he put in, he didn't even get to see the full fruit of the extent of his labours. And then Jesus, gosh, he did persevere, didn't he? But just one example when he persevered when he was being tempted. Now that was perseverance for you. And all of these, these characters persevered and through difficult times when everything seemed to be going against them. But they still continued, and that's really inspirational. And my last point, I've got to it, yay. Um, perseverance makes us stronger. Through trials, troubles, and challenges, what comes out of this makes us stronger. It's like going to the gym, building up some strength. My son started going to the gym recently. <laughs> Um, and training for a marathon builds up stamina. 
I'm just going to read a little bit from James. James, um, believe to be Jesus' brother, says here in James 1. Consider it pure joy. This is his words, not mine. <laughs> Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of any kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and not lacking anything. If any of you lacks wisdom, you should ask God, who gives generously, without finding fault, and it will be given to you. <coughs> Perseverance makes us mature, stronger, and James says complete. And if we need help in our perseverance, because sometimes we're persevering in places that we shouldn't be persevering. If we need wisdom in that, God will give that to us generously, without finding fault in us. He won't say he should have known better. So, let perseverance complete his work so that we may be complete. And in time, perseverance brings forth fruit. Now, I've got some fruit here. Now, this is um, from my boysenberry bush. <laughs> and um, this boysenberry, I'm not going to open it now because I'm afraid everything's going to tip everywhere. Um, but I'm just going to put it back down again. I'm going to give it to somebody who would like some boysenberry. It is a cross between a raspberry, a blackberry, a jewberry, and a lombberry. <laughs> so if you can remember that. Uh, when I first. <laughs> When I first got this uh, boysenberry that was given to me, I didn't ask for it, it was given to me by a very uh, lovely member of our family. I didn't look after it. Um, and the first year, it was just covered in weeds. Uh, and uh, I, I didn't hardly get any fruit. In fact, all the fruit that we got, the birds had. Well, at least it, it blessed the birds. This year, I've really looked after the boysenberry. Uh, I've tied it up nicely so it's far from the ground. I've watered it when it's needed watering. I've cleared all the weeds around it. And lo and behold, I've got loads of fruit. This is only one, I've, I've probably got more coming soon. So if anybody wants some, you're welcome to it. It's, I, I like it too, not saying I don't, but uh, I want to be generous with the fruit. Um, and uh, it can be used for all kinds of things, making jams, doing, you know, desserts, anything like that, a pie, whatever you like. So if you want this boysenberry, it's the first person that comes to me and asks for it, you're going to get it. <laughs> um, so I hope that blesses you. Um, so um, just for the last thing, I'm going to read something here from Isaiah. And in the Be Still book, Isaiah... Uh, this is one of the, the chapter, one of the um, scriptures that Ben Heasley quote, quotes in his um, Perseverance chapter. Now, I liked it so much. It's Isaiah 55, 10. He did 10 to 12. I'm going to add 13 because I love it so much. And so as I read this out, I just I feel like this is quite, kind of like a meditative thing. So if you want to close your eyes, you can. If you want to stay with your eyes open, you can also do that. But get into a place where you just feel like you're at ease with yourself, you feel calm, and you feel relaxed. 
and just be ready to receive blessings from God. So I'm going to read it out now. This is Isaiah 55, 10 to 13. For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven and do not return there but water the earth and make it bring forth bud that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater so shall my word that goes forth from my mouth it shall not return void but it shall accomplish what I please it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it for you shall not go out with joy and be led out of peace you shall go out with joy and be led with peace the mountains and the hills shall break forth into singing before you and all the trees of the field shall clap their hands and instead of the thorn shall come up the cypress tree and instead of the nettle shall come up the myrtle tree and it shall be to you lord for the name for an everlasting sign that shall not be cut off yeah. Yeah. so I just want just a time of contemplation and thought just to ask ourselves some questions in which areas of our life do we need to persevere is there a project that's incomplete or a relationship that's been neglected have we stopped praying for somebody because of unanswered prayer have we promised someone to help them and just never got round to it have we stopped forgiving someone because it's just too tough or maybe we just can't forgive ourselves what stops us or distracts us from doing this what stops us from living in the goodness of God I just want to pray blessing over all of you that you can continue to persevere continue to run the race right to the end in Jesus name and um, I just while I'm here uh, I want to say a word over somebody and his name's Charlie Charlie I want you to thank you for coming here today and I think God is really speaking to you in this season. And I think you've got some really exciting things to, to come. But I also think you're going to be doing things that you would never imagine you'd ever do in your life. And since you're curious, I've got this really special book for you. 
It's a great place to start. Okay, I thought of buying one, but then I thought, I've got loads of these things hanging around. It's a Bible. And you might as well have one of mine and put it to good use. Let me give it to you. You're welcome. Okay. I'll hand back over to Sheila now. And if anyone else wants to speak a word over anybody, I invite you to come and do that. It's a wonderful thing to do. Thank you. Thank you, John. Isn't that great? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.